0: But now I want to get back to the troops. This seemed to be, I don't want to say a turning point in your career because you were already a star, but this seemed to take you to new heights when Star, Stripes, and Eagle Fly comes out. You actually wrote that song before 9-11, right? That is correct. You know, that song had been written a couple of years before the enemy attacked us and, and uh,
1: you know, just uh, couldn't quite find the right place on an album for it. So, you know, it, it was just kind of laying in the in the catalog, you know, and uh, but uh, uh, you know, uh, I think I think that's one of those God sent things. It didn't need to be just on an album somewhere and lost, you know. It need, it had a purpose, and I think that's that's what God was waiting on. And you know that when uh, when Lyric Street called me and said, you know, they wanted to do uh, something uh, benefit um, uh, single for for the victims of the tragedy, terrorist tragedy, and and uh, I said, hey, what about this song? and I re I went and recorded it then and and man they loved it and it was what I wanted to say to America. I mean, you know, there were a lot of songs, um, great songs written about uh, 9/11 and what happened there, but you know, I didn't I didn't really want a song about uh, how we'd been sucker punched by the enemy. I wanted a song about us being Americans and and us being uh, proud and and when the going gets tough, we can we can get back up from a, from a knockdown and keep on and keep on keeping on, just like we're doing right now with this virus thing, you know. And, and and that's what that's what this song is all about. Being proud to be an American and brother sister to to who's standing beside me and and honoring and loving this country.
0: It's a good point because you're right. We're going through something you know a little bit similar right now. Uh, way different, but also similar. So, Alan Jackson, Toby Keith, they come out with songs, and those were great songs too. <laughs> But you and Brooks and Dunn had written these songs before the tragedy actually happened, and to me, that makes it a little bit more special because you were patriotic before being patriotic was cool. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I, you know that uh, once again, you know the the song got a stamp or something, got me on with the Bob Hope show, and and I loved and appreciated our troops, and and this was just another opportunity to to uh, bring everybody's attention to these folks that do so much for us.
0: and how much did Kenny Beard and Casey Bethard mean to writing that song? I know Kenny's no longer with us but both great songwriters. Casey comes from a family of songwriters and NFL connections I think his dad was an exec and his son CJ is a San Francisco 49er.
1: as a matter of fact I, I credit uh, Kenny you know for that for that title that that song title He was at that time we were writing together quite a bit. And I'd kind of turned him on to a sandwich at Burger King called the BK Broiler. It was a chicken breast. <laughs> <on> a <wheat laughs> and I had him eating that thing because he wanted to lose a few pounds, you know. And so anyway, he was getting his BK Broilers for lunch, and he walked outside of, of Burger King, and up on the flagpole was the flag flying in the wind. And on top of that flagpole was the Golden Eagle. And Kenny said to himself, wow, what a country. Um, For the stars yeah. and stripes and the eagle fly, and I, I, he told me that title. I said, "We're writing that, buddy." And man, and then Casey came in, and what a great songwriter he is! And and man, I, that was just uh, makes me smile every time I think about uh, us getting together to work on that song.
0: That's probably one of your biggest reaction songs when you perform in concert. But what's the military reaction like on that song when you perform overseas?
1: Oh, brother! It's 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 really it's really. Heartwarming to see them come to their feet when that song's being played to show how much they love being our heroes and they love being our warriors and they are magnificent at it and and uh and and proud of what they do for us and so i'm I'm thrilled every time I get the opportunity. To honor them with that song.
0: So your love of the military and your love for the everyday working man, I think, is what made you a staple on country radio. It's certainly why you know your songs are continuing to be played today. Th- those working man songs, like Working Man PhD, it was important to you to let the blue collar folks know you were thinking about them too.
1: Oh man, that as I always say, that's the red and taters of career out there.
0: It really is. You know, we talked about um, Colin and and Joe and Sammy a little bit. What other artists from that like '90s time period did you, did you think were doing some really good work?
1: Oh man, I had great appreciation for all the guys. Look at uh, Mark Chestnut. You know, uh, Tracy Lawrence, What a string of hits he had. You know, and, and um, heck, uh, Neil McCoy. Man, Neil McCoy. Golly, I do admire that guy and appreciate him. Daryl Worley. He come along kind of late in the '90s, but big buddy of mine and and got in on that '90s deal, and and uh, you know, sheep man, I, I can I can think a, a lot of guys. You know, a Mark Colley, great friend of mine, great songwriter, and uh, you know, just just people out there, just super at what they did. And and I was very fortunate to rub shoulders with guys that that were that kind of great.
0: Daryl was actually my second guest on the show. You, you actually, the way you kind of talk and and your love for the military, you guys got a lot in common. I can I can see that. I can see why you hit it off. Uh,
1: Absolutely, we are we are brothers, and and I love him to pieces, man. He is, he's one of my dear friends. In this business, I can guarantee you, if I ever got into a tough spot, as long as I had Daryl Worley covering the covering my six, I'd be okay.
0: Pretty good guy to have on your side, huh? <laughs> Mighty right. <laughs> And he probably thinks the same. Um, what's your favorite song that you've done? We've talked about a lot of the hits. Is it is it one of those, or do you have a different favorite?
1: I mean, you got you got you to gotta dig in there a little bit deeper. There's a song that I wrote with my wife, Thea, about my dad after he passed away. It's a tune called He Believed. And that is my favorite Aaron Tippin song because it's about my dad. And uh, so, you know, it's anybody that's a, that's a true Aaron Tippin fan uh, knows that song. And, and those that haven't had the chance to hear it, please go. Please go listen to it, because if you want to know um, what makes me tick, you, you listen to that song, because my dad, my dad's my greatest inspiration in life. He was my hero. And, uh, and uh, you know, so when you listen to songs like You Got a Stamp or Something and Stars and Stripes and Workman's PhD and Got It Honest and Wouldn't Have It Any Other Way, that is my dad through me.
0: I do remember that song. That would have been somewhere in the mid-2000s. Does that sound right to you? Uh, yep, that's correct. Yeah, correct. Well, I'm going to find it, and we're going to play it on the show. How's that sound? Thank you. Last thing for you, I know you got a you got a wine business. You're you're in the alcohol business. Tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I got to tell you, man, it's pretty dang successful. So I'm thinking people uh, uh, like my wine better than I do my music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need to try it Who then. Thinks-
1: Oh, you sure do. And uh, we get up there close to you. Every once in a while, I'll have a bottle on the bus. So, you know, we'll have to get you one. Okay. But, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, uh it's, it's, um, wine making is something that I've done, uh, for quite some time. My, my wife's dad kind of turned me on to wine and got me interested in it. And me being Mr. Do It Yourselfer, uh, nothing wouldn't do but for me to learn how to make wine. And so I did. And meanwhile, that rocked along for a while. And Thea and I, one of our dreams was to, have us a winery at one time, but something better came along. We we made friends with uh folks who go to church with us, and own one of the biggest wineries in Tennessee. So we partnered up with them, and I'm the co winemaker at at a Stonehouse Winery for our uh, for our, our label. And so I get to go down there and make wine. It's a big house. I mean, this is awesome, and it's it's really fun to do that. Plus, this wine is just delicious. It's a cherry wine. It's called um kiss this sweet cherry wine you know it it is awesome i mean people love it we we started off just a small batch of see what people think and we've reordered truckloads three times
0: you couldn't have picked a better name for it yeah
1: that's 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 uh that's kind of what we uh what we do is uh we're uh, we're we're working on new uh flavor but i haven't got it finished yet but but, uh, we, 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 uh, match it up with one of the songs, uh, one of my hits, which, uh, you kiss this sweet cherry wine. We thought that worked perfect.
0: I think so. Just another great Aaron Tippin song. Well, Aaron, I, I really appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell, uh, your fans who are listening here in southeast Missouri, southern Illinois, western Kentucky? Anything you want to pass along?
1: Hey, just want to say thanks for all the great years that I've had in the business. And, and it's been wonderful, uh, to, to have the opportunity to, to uh, entertain them and watch them sing along with the music that I made. And that they really, really made this old hillbilly, uh, uh, took me beyond my wildest dreams, and I can't thank them enough.
0: Maybe the easiest interview we've done on the show yet, just a real easy guy to talk to and one of the great guys in the business, Aaron Tippin in the Honky Tonk Time Machine. Aaron, good luck in the wine business. Well, thanks, buddy. I'll see
1: you when I'm over there.